Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. <laughs> that was incredible. And Paul Rindo. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, everybody. Do the show, bitch. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back in on a Monday. It's Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Today is, uh, of course, December 4th. And uh, after today, let's see, we've got 12 more real shows after today. Right? Including today. Including today. 12 shows, then the five Christmas show. Five this week. Five next week. Two. Two the following week. And, and then the extravaganza on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday, the 20th. So we're, uh, yeah. Not we that are, anybody's counting. No, we're not. Definitely. I'm definitely not ready to be on vacation and not see you guys for a couple weeks. Uh, definitely not at all. Excited about it. Um, I've got an update uh, on our on our little family trip here in a moment, too. I can give you guys. But I uh, want to introduce the show in case it's the first time you're ever hearing us. You know, we're moving a little bit slow on a Monday morning. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel. He's the executive producer, YouTube director. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, also uh, is the, the sports director for Channel 10, ABC. Uh, good morning to you, Benjamin. Good morning. What a weekend. It what was. a weekend indeed Love it was. Love Channel 10. Love Channel 10. Huge, <laughs> huge fan of Channel 10. And uh, we can get into that, certainly. Wanted to give you guys an update on the uh, the Odyssey Company Christmas party. I got a lot of updates to give. <clears throat> I feel like I think there I'll start are... There. There are 
stereotypes when it comes to company parties? Like you have yep. an idea, you've seen it in a movie, you've seen it in television, maybe you've experienced it in real life in the past. But we all, you know, somebody's going to do something crazy. Right. Somebody's going to have too much to drink. Who's yep. it going to be? We had it all. We had it all on Saturday night. Yeah, we did. We had uh, we had really the whole spectrum of emotions uh, that went down on the the Christmas party. Now I I arrived way early. I I we were driving. Ben, <clears throat> Anna, and I were. I was driving. She was on her phone. You guys passed. The SeaWorld Christmas tree. Shelly had posted on her Instagram. Yes. You passed the SeaWorld thing 25 minutes ahead of us. So I thought you guys would be there when we get there. But you weren't. No. No, we actually stopped um, at Sidecar, which is the the sister bar to Shelly's Regal Seagull, Ah. which is down there. So you turn left off of SeaWorld Drive. Right. It's it's right there off of Tech Lodi. Okay. So uh, we stopped by for like 35 minutes. Okay. Just had a little pregame before we actually went in. But yeah, she took a picture of that SeaWorld tree. So I thought, man, they're... They're way early, and I'm gonna. We're gonna be down there early, so we get down there. There's not a soul there. No one. Jr. Early. is the what's, only one. What time are we talking? Uh, Party started at six. six we're there o'clock. at five thirty-five. Okay. Okay. We walk up. <laughs> There's no one there. Just Jr. And I'm like, well, let's go walk around the beautifully redone Belmont Park. A lot of fun. It was bustling and hustling on a uh, Saturday night. And so I t- many carnival games now. Tons of carnival like games. Like new modern technology yes. carnival games that I had never seen before. Well, and I had to get, in all honesty, you guys stopped for a drink. I stopped for a corn dog. <laughs> so I had to get a corn dog before dinner. And that's a true story. So went down to hot dog on a stick. Got How a, did you gain all the weight? I had to get a corn dog fresh. Oh, the guy dips it and right in the front, <laughs> like, yes, yes. So I was elated. So I got my corn dog, and uh, we walked around a little bit more. Then went back up. Still no Ben. Paulie and Megan showed up. Uh, then the people started to file in, and you start mingling. Hey, good to see you. How are you? I don't well, see so you. So the party much. started at six. Yes, yeah. that's when it starts. Well, right. It I feel happy like the hour from six to seven. Yeah, but right. I feel like the right time is you arrive between like six fifteen and six thirty when the invitation says six. Right. At a holiday party. We were 620. Yeah. yeah. I like to just get in so that I can leave. If I'm there, you see me I, early, I can leave I early. understand, but, you know, common decency dictates you don't arrive the second the party starts. You wait a few You wait a few minutes, a good 15 to 30 minutes before you actually arrive. We were 25 minutes before the party yes. started. So that's what we did. <laughs> but I got my corn dog. We walked around. Um and it was a lot of fun, you know, seeing all the, the people and the sights. And they really did a nice job down at Belmont. The, all the palm trees were wrapped like candy canes. It was really cool. I mean, it felt very festive. Uh, it was a little chilly. It was nice. And uh, so we went and saw everybody. And, you know, these are a lot of the people you see every day. And you're in their talking shop. I mean, I, I, was, I got cornered by our sales manager, Peter Schwartz. And he told us a 57-minute story <laughs> about, um, about a, an agency in town. And Hannah was looking, and I could see her eyes glazing over. So I had to do the thing where I started to finish the story for him, or just try to goad it out of him. Like, and then what did she say? She will spend money. On whom? Like, I'm really trying to pull it out of him. 
Um, My so favorite. We was, were with him for about an hour, I think. I feel like up there. Uh, at least two, maybe three times, I had the "Oh, hey, good to see you." Oh, here's my wife. Oh, this is my wife. Nice yeah. to meet you. So, what are the Padres going to do with Soto? Got like, that bit a lot. Dude, yep. I don't. know. I just don't want to talk shop tonight. Not Let's tonight. talk anything else. Not tonight. So uh, you you stay, you hang around, then right at seven, you go inside and get the food, and that's fine. So you line up in the the buffet line. You go through. You had salad. You had. Pesto pasta, you had chicken marsala next, uh, then you had uh, prime rib-ish type meat, then you had... Um, no carving guy. Though. No carving guy, it was all pre-carved, yeah. which, ah, bummer. Do you like hot fudge sundaes? They did not have hot fudge sundaes, <laughs> unfortunately. All right. Yeah, they did not have those there. Is it still hot out there? It was actually quite yeah. chilly. Yeah, we were uh, quite chilly. I had a jacket. Did you catch room. a game last night? Uh, I did. I caught the games last night. We'll probably talk about a Monday on the yeah. show and uh, and and get through that. So we all, uh, right. all right. Good to see you, man. <laughs> <laughs> so then there's prime rib. What am I missing? And there was dessert uh, at the dessert end. Trays. But there was more. There was like there's a vegetable, uh, a vegetable, like a vegetable medley, vegetable medley, yeah. vegetable uh, medley, garlic bread, garlic bread. And then dessert trays that were really a solid. lot of desserts. So we got our brookie. Our, oh yeah, I had a brookie too. Whew. Two brookies. Sorry, uh, <laughs> and an apple crisp. I call and blondies a, and a brownie. I had a bunch of dessert. So we get through. We eat. Well, then the my our, our big boss grabs the mic, and you know he's going to do a speech, and it was really nice. It was a very nice speech. He's a great, great dude, a great leader, and he called me out, of course, for what I said on the air. Friday, and I was like, "Well, those are just jokes. Those, I got a, you got content to fill," and I had to throw out. You know, we do four hours. All of our competition does three hours, so I had to throw that out in the middle. You know, of the there's meeting. always a kernel of truth behind every good joke. Every bit oh of humor. yeah, 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 for sure. I and think that's what he's worried about—the kernel of truth behind your jokes. Yeah, I'm still mad about it, but it doesn't mean I don't love him and think that he does a, a, a great job and, and want to work for him. So we did that. And it's all fine and dandy. Everyone's eating, you know, drinking, whatever. Well, and then then it happened. Then, it, well, the triv then the trivia started. Uh-huh. I forgot about the trivia. Hey, everybody! Ron is a tier one. He's a, a DJ, and he's like, "Oh, I love you guys. Listen every day." So he had the whole setup, and he grabs the mic and he says, "Hey, uh, everybody's got a pen and a piece of paper in front of them. We're going to do Christmas trivia." We're like, "All right." Table versus table. Table versus v table, table yeah. and there's prizes up there. You like, okay, cool. We like Christmas stuff. Mm. We're gonna slay this. I figured three to five questions, max. Twenty questions. <laughs> it was twenty. It was twenty. And two zero. And, Ho- holiday trivia. Yeah, but by the end of them it was like in the nineteen forty seven battle of uh Christmas versus and I who was the person responsible for weaving the stocking together for General <laughs> Theodore Roosevelt. You're, you, I was looking at each other going, what? This is incredible. So we actually did pretty well because we had Ben on our team. Yeah, Ben guy. was trickling outside to get wine, but he had <laughs> a chance to text us the answer. So we didn't know it. He's like, Miracle on 34th well, Street. After about the Gift four, of the Magi by O. Henry. Yes, true. After true. about four Hog. questions, four, <laughs> Hog. four or five questions, we kind of just were like, wait, what did he even ask? Couldn't hear. Couldn't it very hear well it. Everyone was talking. It was like in the movie Elf. What was Buddy the Elf's favorite spaghetti? <laughs> what? So, so he had to ask the questions over and over. Please it's, repeat. It was twenty questions. So then he gets through them, and then he goes, "Hey, real quick, I'm going to go through all those questions again." 
so that you all hear them. <laughs> and I like my head. I like sit back in my chair. In the movie Home Alone, oh, where no. was Kevin's family oh, traveling no. to? And so we do that. <laughs> he gets through it. We do the answers. Then we win. We have the most seventeen. And thanks to Woods' tiebreaker answer, yes. who were the neighbors in the movie Christmas Vacation? Todd and Margo. And, uh, the carpet all wet. Todd. So we win. We win the prizes. We get some cards against humanity and all that. It was really nice. And then, uh, well, then during the speech, though, you started to notice one person in there was just a little bit uh, loud and a little bit out of control high enthusiasm the tone of michael's speech was hey you know it's been a, a challenging year we've made some changes i'm very excited for the future it was like serious yes it was not lighthearted it was you know when i got here the culture was s word we're really working hard to bring it back you know i think we're doing a great job as do i as do we all of a sudden uh someone from the peanut gallery Yep, that's what you need. You need teamwork. You have to have it. You can't have a good team if you don't have teamwork. And I go, oh, oh, what's that? Well, listen, it was it was Megan Perry. It was Megan Perry. It was not Paulie's Megan. Megan My colleague, your colleague, ABC Ten News, our now chief evening meteorologist, Megan. Now she was married. She is married, I think, still, Yes. Uh, to Greg, <laughs> who works here. She, now, listen. She, she is the plus one. In her defense, she they just had their second child. Four months old. It's the first time out of the house. Yeah. You lose your ass. You absolutely lose your ass I when mean, you're nine out. nine months of, you know. Oh, yeah. Pregnancy. Oh, dry ass. Yeah, I mean, it's, give it up for culture. Yeah, culture's Woo! so good. You can't win without culture. That's so true. <laughs> There was Michael's uh, like, oh, somebody his, make sure she has an Uber, please. I was looking at Greg, and he was looking at her, mouthing like, "Sit down, shut your mouth, please, please." I'm begging you, begging you, shut up, It was incredible. So then, Ron, it, it's, it would have been a good uh, uh, tip for Ron the DJ to just fire up the music because she is doing pop lock robot in the middle of the thing. <laughs> And there's no music. She's like dancing and doing the whole thing. We're like collecting, Wrong, play the music. We're play collecting answers from trivia night, and she's just in the middle. It just twerking. I'm like, oh my god, man! Please, please play a song. Play. Any, I'm yelling. I'm like, play any song you have. Anything it was unreal. Now was, she she was the favorite part of the party for my wife Shelly. Yeah, she, she said, was great. Megan, Saved the whole thing. She wishes there were more people. She wishes she was like that, but she Rod. was so proud of Megan that like she just let it rip at the party. Rod is his name, not Ron. Rod. I could have sworn it was Ron. I think it was Ron, but my wife says Rod. And it's Ron. His name's Ron. It's not Rod. He's a tier one. I'm not going to. Um, I, I remember. His name's Ron. Uh, he crushed it. He crushed it. But he did was he lagged a little bit on the music. When you, you know, sometimes like the show, you have a plan, right? It's on this piece of paper. Sometimes something else gets in the way. You can't. You have to. You have to know when to adapt and say, "I'm out. We have dump. Let's do this, and then we'll come back to it later." He was like, "I'm sticking to this bit, this trivia bit." It was the greatest thing to sit and watch from afar. Of her, you'd see her sit 
and she'd be watching the speeches. And you could see the light bulb go, go off. She's like, but anyway, I let's go, guys. You got to have good culture and be friends. And I was, I, Woo, it, it was so effing great. <laughs> if there was a lampshade on, she would have put it on her head. There was not one there, or she would have worn it. It was amazing. Now, you work with it. You much, saw her yesterday. Much to my shock, I got to work yesterday, <sighs> and I walked in and in the studio in the weather corner, and there she is. She doesn't usually work on Sunday. She's Monday to Friday. <laughs> There she was, and I, I go. Her. I love her. Hi, Megan. Hello. How are you feeling today? She says this morning was a little rough, but I'm doing okay now. And she, uh, she was a trooper. She was, uh, she was fine, and God, it was great. Did her she job. Was and it, was it was great. So good. Was I not? Had, uh, just, yeah, was good. Had a good time. I'm glad it wasn't. Uh, I'll say this. I'm glad it wasn't me that did it, and I'm really glad it wasn't my missus that did it either. But. You know, listen, when you're Megan Perry, she's a, she's a star in her own right. She's a you huge, know, she's a star. huge star. Yeah, so she can do what she wants. Uh, but it was a, it was a blast seeing everybody. Um, getting to hang out with Kluger. Oh, we got to oh, my favorite part of the night. And he's probably listening from Nashville if he's not out working the tables. We got to hang out with and meet Sammy Levitt's girlfriend. Does anyone remember her name? Charlotte? Shelley. Danielle? I didn't meet her. What? I never met her. I saw Sammy. He wasn't standing with her. He was standing with Brayden when I walked up to Sammy. The only time I talked to him, there was no female present. I didn't even know he brought someone. How How do I not remember her name? What was her name? Charlotte. Mm. I'm waiting for well, someone. Let's tease that. And we'll, She's, uh... by the way. Charlotte, it is Charlotte. We'll, Thank you, we'll, call, we'll have Sammy on later today. You can ask him personally. She is fantastic, fantastic. I love her. She was beautiful and kind, and she's a child therapist. And I said, we'd like to put you on retainer uh, for our home if that would be good. Get you a little, build you a little lean to in the back, and uh, we will welcome you into the Woods family. But Charlotte, yes, an absolute delight. As my wife in the chat says, she's just fantastic. Everybody's fantastic. We're all in a great mood. Great to see you guys. Let's talk some baseball, boy. Your mock trade proposals, I can't get enough. <laughs> so, send them over. <laughs> Tweet me all of your mock trade proposals because I can't get enough of them. Also, Juan Soto straight up for Alec Manoa, and let's send the Blue Jays $20 million as well. As an addendum, give, also with your trade proposal, give me your fantasy results from yesterday. I want to see how you did, your team specifically. That would be fantastic. Keep them coming, gang, because I can't get enough of them. I'm sure that they're listening uh, in the front offices. They're incredible. The best. I'm being sarcastic for those of you that don't know. If anybody does this, you're catching these hands in a block. All right? All right. We've got to get going because there's so much that happened this weekend. Uh, obviously, the winter meetings are underway, and Sam Levitt is there. He's going to join us from Nashville later this morning at 835. We will keep an eye on any moves. There was one last night, a trade involving the Mariners and the Atlanta Braves that we're going to get to coming up. Uh, plus, of course, a giant weekend, college football. Everybody is just screaming about the top four in the playoff. doesn't matter who you are. 
No one seems to be happy with uh, what the college football playoff committee did. Talk about that. Had all the NFL games yesterday, the conference championship games on Saturday and Friday. San Diego State escaping a near gigantic upset at UCSD on Friday night. It was a big weekend. We're going to get to all of it coming up. Start with our Daily Diddy. It is coming up next. I get the pick this week, the theme. We will get started and uh, get running this week. We're getting closer to the holidays. Happy December to everybody. It's Ben and Woods. Check traffic with Kelly Danick, who was good to see at the party oh, as well. Fantastic, as always, coming up, and then we uh, we go on a Monday on San Diego's number one sports station, ninety seven three, the fan. Powerful as Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast <laughs> now what you think give it a sec I feel like a real a-hole for not liking this song because it's so positive. 
It's um, it's like very upbeat. So the reason I picked this, this is uh, Delamitri. I hadn't heard this song in uh, several years, and it popped up on my radio the other day. And now radios have those digital readouts where you actually see the title of the song. And I saw Delamitri. I go, I have no idea who that is. I've heard this song before, but I've never heard of this band. And then the song title comes up, and it says, Roll to Me. And I'm going... Is that what this song is called? I thought it was the wrong me. The wrong, the <laughs> wrong the right me. time, the, wrong, the wrong me. me. Like, oh, we just didn't ever get our pa- our wires were uncrossed and it didn't work out and it was the right time was the wrong or, me. Or yeah, the right time, but you I woke up, I didn't sleep much. Yeah. You're ca- like me, my wife yeah. every morning. You're catching the, the wrong right me. Time, the wrong <laughs> me. That and makes I just, more sense. I thought that was the title of the song. It's the roll to me. It's the right time for you to leave the one you're with and, and roll, roll over to, to me. me. But the theme this week is songs with misheard lyrics, whether it's something okay. that you misheard oh, or you know else? someone else has misheard. My wife is dead. <laughs> <laughs> She's dead. Oh, no. <laughs> because I truly thought that song was called The Wrong Me. I think I probably did, unknown, too. unknown artist, because I had no idea who it was. And when it came on, I go... Roll to me. I'll, I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. <laughs> on the same note, there's this group of like really good guitar players that just they'll put out like Joe Satriani. I thought Delamitri was a guitar player, like just a oh yeah, Delamitri's new records out. It's all just shredding, you know, beautiful symphonic guitar. I thought he was one of those. I didn't know that that was that song. Do you know they're from Scotland? That surprised me. Well, the Scottish alternative <laughs> band. Uh, Del Amitri. And I think Del is... Del Amitri is the... Of the Amitri. Of... <laughs> <laughs> there's, you know, this will blow your mind. Do you know there's not even anyone in the band named Del Amitri or anyone with the last name Amitri? So there you go. It's Justin and Ian and Andy and Ash and Chris. They make up the band Del Amitri, which is And Paul, they're Scottish. Paul has so aptly uh, explained... Means of the Amitri. So they, <laughs> from uh, the Amitri. From the Amitri. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. All right. So All right. misheard lyrics is the uh, is I the can't theme. Wait for this one, man. For the Daily Diddy this week. Uh, just ququickly before we get into the winter <laughs> meetings, and we'll we'll talk about all the rumors, Padres, all coming up here uh, in just a second. Well, do you want to start there with the baseball? It's up to you. I, I do. I okay. do want to start right. with the baseball, and then I want to get into the... Nothing the... actually happened with the Padres over the weekend, No, correct? but the, the winter meetings kicked off last night with, I would say, not a splash or a bang, but like... Interesting. With second ba- you touched second base last night, <laughs> right? You got They got second base. First, yeah. uh, first trade that happened late last night, the Mariners trading Jared Kelenic to the Atlanta Braves in what was essentially... A salary dump. They attached a couple of contracts to save like fifteen to twenty million. The Braves pick up a young, promising player. Who's making that money? Uh, guys, Ke- Kelenic? No, no. It was a couple of guys that I had not actually really been that aware of as part of the uh, Seattle Mariners organization. So the uh, the guys who were making the money were. Uh, Marco Gonzalez, Marco and, Evan Gonzalez White. and Evan White. I okay. didn't know they were making as much as they were. But Bro, they are owed they were $29 million. million. Dollars. I, the Mariners are sending some cash to the Braves, but obviously not that Marco much. Marco Gonzalez will make $12 million in 2024 and has a $15 million option for 2025. 
So the speculation, though, the only way that it could touch the Padres, possible that the Mariners are clearing some money so that they can make a splash, whether it be in free agency or trade in a trade, possibly, uh, you know, getting into the Juan Soto discussions that are going on right now. As for Juan Soto, I mean, we saw talks seemed like they were getting hot and heavy with the Yankees. And then all of a sudden it was reported. Nope. Padres' asking price is too high. The Yankees are walking away from the table, at least let's, temporarily. Let's talk about how that all went And then down. the Blue Jays were said to be like jumping in and getting hotter with the A.J. Preller on the Juan Soto talks, but those haven't gone anywhere that we've heard of as of yet. There are also several other teams that have reportedly at least talked to A.J. Preller about Juan Soto, but we have no idea if a trade is imminent. It could happen in the next 10 minutes. It could happen during the winter meetings. It might not happen at all, and Juan Soto could still be a member of the Padres in 2024. We're really just waiting and seeing how these talks go, but it does seem clear that A.J. is not just going to give Juan Soto away. Yeah. You know, he, yeah is, he is going to drive up the price as high as he can before he makes a decision on whether or not uh, he's going to train Juan Soto in the first place. So, winter meetings are underway this morning. Sam Levitt is there. He is at the Opryland Hotel in Nashville, which apparently is a giant maze that Sammy is they lost all are. in. They're, they're insane. And uh, he will have an update for us at 8.35 this morning with whatever is going on. But the first trade last night, Jared Kelenic goes to the Atlanta Braves, and you always feel like the Braves get a steal somehow in these deals. They're they're the new Rays. <laughs> I mean, they took on money, so you can't say they're the Rays. The Rays they wouldn't have on, t- the they, Rays wouldn't have taken on twenty nine million that, just to add a good player. But I mean, they added a guy that has never really reached his potential. And they had then, a two war season, but he's he's gotten he's incrementally, incrementally better, better the first three years he's been in the big leagues. Man, okay, I mean, was yeah, a top prospect. Was obviously. like the top yeah. prospect again. It, it my first thought when I when I this is his now third team. Um, you know what's. This is what can happen with the highly touted prospect. It, 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 it's not a crapshoot necessarily, but sometimes it's a matter of luck and being in the right system and all that. So we'll, uh, we can talk more about it when we get into more into the winter meetings. We will, absolutely. Uh, when we come back, though, as everybody in America is doing, going to light up the college football playoff committee. And I know they had an impossible job. They pick. didn't really. Well, it really wasn't that hard. It was. They had to pick four teams. It's pretty easy. And there you was, only had to pick one team. You really only had to pick one but team. But there was no way to get it right. Sure there was. No, there was. Yeah, there was. There was. There, at, at, yes. I disagree. I disagree. They absolutely got it wrong. But I'm going to light them up because they didn't even have the courage of their own convictions <laughs> in picking the four teams that they picked. I'll explain why when we come back with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Had a beautiful sunrise this morning. My favorite, man. I don't know if that bodes like it's going to be a good week, but it's it's nice when you have a pretty sunrise this morning. Welcome. Good morning, everybody. It's Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, the college football playoff for yesterday, and I don't know that I've heard as much consternation and complaining from the national media and college football fans as uh, yesterday, but this was eventually going to be inevitable. This They had really... Really counted their blessings for many, yeah, many years. You know, the Pac kind of worked out. Pac twelve helped them out by having like nine and three conference champions a couple of years, and you go, yep. "Well, you can leave out three lost teams. Sure. It's not, it's not that big of a deal." But they finally, finally came back to bite them. A four team playoff with five major conferences was always a horrible idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it came to roost in the final season of the four team playoff. Man. You almost got away with it. You almost you had the caper. You had us all snowed for many years and and you had you almost pulled the the ultimate caper. And when it came down to it, I got to tell you. I sympathize so much with the kids, the alum from Florida State University. Now, again, before all this playoff and and nonsense, you're talking to someone that was absolutely jobbed of a national championship by those very same Florida State Seminoles, Ben, in the year 1993, my senior year of high school. So I've always loathed them for that. We beat them head-to-head, lost to Boston College by a field goal. They won the national championship. We beat them head-to-head. That was who they lost to. And uh, we got jobbed out of that deal. So I was bitter about that for many years. Then I started to realize, eh, it's fine. You had a great season. You know, he had a great run. This was a travesty, it's a sports travesty. There's real travesties going on in the country that we should be more aware of. I get it. In the sports, in the sports world, this is a joke. They blew it. They absolutely blew it. Robbed. Completely robbed. And the fact that now the committee, they're not in the selection business. They're in the prognostication business of, well, and I understand when they lost their quarterback, that's a tough look for them. That being said, 
if you're just going to do it by that, then I saw somebody make the really astute point. Well, Caleb Williams is probably the best quarterback in football. Just put USC in the national championship game. Just put them in. If it's about who they have available, then they won every game. They won their conference. They did it in spite of losing their quarterback. These kids, they deserve to go in and they have the right and have earned the right to go in and get their doors blown off. They have the right. They earned that right to go in and get mauled. But by that argument, doesn't Liberty deserve the right to get their doors blown off as well? They won every single game. Different different category of teams that they play. It is, but Florida State's schedule is also quite a different category than Alabama and Georgia's. Was nowhere near as challenging. I don't in know the ACC about no, as the SEC. I don't. What about non-conference? It's I, I, again. If you look at the strength of schedule, I think Alabama was in Georgia. Alabama was topped like five. Georgia well, was like top ten, and they Florida State was like thirty to forty. I they, mean, they shouldn't have lost. Florida State has no blemishes, none. The only blemish they have is they have an injured quarterback. That's I, really I get to, that to keep them out. Because their quarterback got injured makes no sense. He, again, I, I loved – look, was it a bit dramatic? Sure. But I, the, some of the statements it, that you saw from the, the AD, they're absolutely right. You've just told these kids it doesn't matter. All, we Everyone lied to you. They lied to here's, you. Here's why the college football playoff committee even lacks courage of their own convictions, though. If you're truly ranking the teams based on how good you think they are right now, like if you match them up, then Florida State shouldn't have been five. They should have been seven or eight at this point. If you really were being honest about it, which you never were, right? there's no way Florida State should be five. If you matched up Florida State against Michigan, if you made them four, odds makers said it probably would have been Michigan favored by about 14 points. Whereas Alabama, they are favored by what? What is it, one and a half? Yeah. Two, one and a half, two points. Clearly, the odds makers at least think it's not even close. Much better matchup between Michigan and Alabama. Also would have been a much better matchup, Michigan and Georgia, had you put them in. And by the way, if you had put Michigan and Ohio State back together again, that would have been a much closer matchup as well. The real problem is it wasn't just Florida State that that has an argument. When you look at the top seven teams, to separate one from seven, which was Ohio State. Ohio State had one loss. It was by three points on the road to the number one team in the country. And that makes them number seven. Georgia, at number six, had one loss by three points to another top four team. And by the way, it was their only loss in the last 30 games. And that's going to knock them out. Number five, uh, number four, five, Florida State, no losses at all. But if you're going to put Texas in, it's really hard. If you're going to put Alabama in, you can't not put Texas in because Texas beat Alabama. If you're going to give Alabama the nod because they beat Georgia, which I understand I think, they won their conference championship. Can. Okay, look, five power conferences. You had three undefeated conference champions. They're in. You're looking for one spot. Alabama has the best win of any college team all season long, beating Georgia. They're in. Done. Alabama's your fourth team. And Texas is out. But you're talking about... So then you're putting in Alabama with one loss over Texas with one loss. Texas beat Alabama. Right. Alabama has the best win. They just beat Georgia. But how do you put Alabama in and Texas out? Then Texas has the best win because they beat Alabama who beat beat Georgia. You can't... It's just impossible. It was an impossible task because if you put Alabama in, 
You cannot leave Texas out. You can't tell me that the two one-loss teams, when you're comparing their resumes, and you've got one head-to-head matchup, and Texas beat Alabama, you can't with a straight face tell anybody, yeah, but that was a long time ago. I think Alabama's better now. You beat Alabama. If Alabama's in, Texas has to be in. Well, so like, how mad are you if you're a Georgia Bulldog? Mad. Mad. I'm right? mad. Yeah. I mean, I you know, you, you lose in the conference 29 champion. games in a row. And you you lost by three against a really good Alabama team in a conference championship game. Alabama, remember, wouldn't have even had it been in the conversation had they not pulled off a fourth and thirty-one <laughs> miracle against yeah. Auburn. Right, a but miracle. Just, but, all right, so so I, I think it should have been Bama out and Florida State in. As much as it's tough, and we know, but we all know, we know. Let's call it what it is, guys. We know why. We know why. Because it's the SEC, the mighty SEC, and you can't bring yourself to, again, it's smart business. It's smart business. You you want the highest ratings. You want the what you think are the highest rated matchups. It's not about fairness. It's a really good lesson uh, for those kids at Florida State and their mm-hmm. alum that life is not fair and it sucks but and get a helmet. The SEC won the national championship each of the last four years. Correct. And they had two very, very, very good one-loss teams at the top of their conference again this year. And you're telling me that neither of them deserve a spot, even though their conference has really proven itself to be better than all the other conferences. They should have won all their games. Can you have a legitimate playoff without an SEC team? Sure. I don't think so. I think your playoff is completely invalid if you don't put an SEC team in this year. I don't. I, I really do. I don't. Because, I really, it's, I mean, a, it's a joke. If again, tell, look at some the of the SEC is the best conference. So, George, look at. So, what was Georgia's strength of schedule this year? You said it was like three or in, five. Wasn't it in the team? Like team? It was. It was I'm not high. sure. All I know is that there were some very sketchy Alabama wins. Very sketchy. Very very close ones. Which again, they're not penalized for. Florida State is getting as, penalized as for winning you know, every game. Some of the Florida State wins were a little iffy later in the season. They won especially. them. They won all of them. They won every single game they had. But they to. didn't. They didn't play Texas. They didn't. They didn't play Georgia. So who? Sh- so who's the, <laughs> they didn't so play Alabama. So you think they, they got didn't it. play Michigan? So they didn't they play got any it, of those. You think teams. they got it right? Michigan. I, by the way, Michigan played no one. I think they got it wrong about twelve years ago when they established a fourteen okay, playoff. That being said, did they get it right this year? I'm I'm excited for it. Honest, I'm going to watch honestly, the S out of it. I mean, if you're trying to pick if you're trying to pick the four best teams right now in college football, you want the four best teams in there. It's probably Michigan, Alabama, Georgia. Georgia. And I don't even know if Washington is is one of the four best teams. They I, look like it. I don't know if they are or not. I don't. We'll see. If they get Ooh. their doors blown off by Texas in the Sugar They've Bowl, earned the, that's the whole thing. Well, that's, a different, prognos- that's a different argument. Of the, course they have. The prognos- and of course, Florida the prognostication, State did. And Liberty did too. The prognostication of what may happen is not what this was intended. You should to never be. craft a playoff format that could possibly leave an undefeated team out. Correct. It's an invitational, as many are saying. It's no longer a playoff. It's an invitation. It never was. You got it. You got it. Never invited. was. It was always a bad idea. It, they kind of got away with it for many years. They're going to go to the 12-team playoff next year. No one can complain about being 13. I mean, you can just for fun, but you can't ever say, oh, we should have been 12, well, we should have been in. It's never going to happen again after this year, and they finally the best, caught up to them. The best part of it is this. this that's what you want. This is the best part of it. Uh, of, of I, I will say, I like these matchups. I'm not mad at these matchups at all. They're going to be great games. Um, as, as someone that, again, 
is a fan of a team that has made the college football playoffs and got absolutely waxed. I never thought we didn't deserve to be there. We had the right to go in and get just uh, and, I, and I'm not trying to defend Liberty. They had the literal easiest schedule in America. Correct. And they won all they of won their, all their games. games. That did, but if schedule doesn't mean anything, then it doesn't mean anything. You know, you can't. You only play the teams that are on your schedule. You don't know when you schedule them seven years ago. You don't know if they're going to be good or not. You can only play the teams that are in front of you. They won all of their games. So did Florida State with a better schedule I, than Liberty for sure, but not nearly as tough as teams that had to play in the SEC or the Liber- Big Ten. Give, what's Liberty's conference? They're in A-C- the uh, Conference USA. Conference USA. Give me their opponents, and then give me Florida State. And I, tell no, me that I, they're the Florida same. Florida State not wasn't, it wasn't even close to the same. Not the same. But if your argument is you win all the games in front of you, then they won all the games in front of them. I saw perhaps one of the best. Is, is strength of schedule important or not? Right. If you're it, saying if it, it is. If it is, then, and you're saying it is because Liberty doesn't deserve to be in, and right. I agree with you. Then you have to judge Florida State's thirteen and zero against not playing in the SEC or the Big Ten. Well, there's a pretty easy way to judge it. How many games did you win? How many games did you lose? You didn't lose any. You're in. You're in. You can't have a one loss team in and a you know a, in a still a good conference with a good ish strength of schedule and have a one loss team in like Alabama. Now they're not. But listen, we all knew they're not going to leave the SEC out. You'd be a moron if you're ESPN or any. Of the, you'd be a moron to leave the SEC out if you're the committee. It just means more in the SEC. Right, let's, let's check traffic. How did we get here? Well, we had a bunch of conference championship games over the weekend, um, and including that Washington Oregon game on Friday night that surprised the heck about just about everybody in college football. Not we'll get to, get to that after traffic here on ninety seven three. The fans. So, yeah, you guys weren't surprised. I mean, odds makers certainly were. Oregon uh, ended up close to a 10-point favorite over Washington, even though they had lost to them in the regular season. But uh, Washington ends up winning the Pac-12 championship, finishing off their undefeated season and punching their ticket to the college football playoff. Oregon ends up losing by three points twice to the same team, the number two team in the country, Neither at home, by the way. They never got a chance to play them in Oregon. You, I always wonder, what would have happened if Oregon had a chance to play Washington in Eugene? What if Ohio State had had a chance to play Michigan in Columbus? Everybody loves to do this. What if you had two penises? You know what I'm saying? We'd, you'd be better in the sack than with one. Everyone loves to play the, the game of, well, what if? What if? Here's the schedule. Did you win your games? You did great. You're Unless in. you're Liberty. Unless you're Liberty. Because you play no one. <laughs> You play no one. It's tough. It's t- it's a tough lesson, but it is a lesson. I saw, though, maybe the funniest tweet I've ever seen. And you'll probably be mad at me for reading it, but our pal Mark Wilkins, did you see his tweet in response to J.D. Wicker's tweet? I did. You saw his tweet? I saw both of them. I saw yes. J.D.'s. I almost died. Uh, J.D. said, I need the college football playoff committee to help me understand how to build our football schedule going forward because I'm as confused as everyone. Mark said, this is like me worrying about the Pulitzer. And I was like, holy crap, dude. I, mean, I don't know that that's really something San Diego State football needs to worry it's about. True. The it's true. It's players. true. But because, you know, At least not right you now. know you have no chance. <laughs> Even if you win all your games, like Liberty, in, a, in a, a conference like that, you don't have a shot. You just don't. And now even in the ACC, you don't you have, a really shot. have a shot if you win all your games. It's, uh, well, it's, it's I, I know you, you hate playing what ifs. What if Florida State had said, oh, no, Jordan Travis will be back for the game. Whether or not right. it's true or not. Right. Said, oh, he will be ready for the, for the, for the playoff game. Then what do you do if you're the committee? You go, oh, well, I guess we got to put him in. Oh, 
Sorry, we were kidding. He's not going to be ready for the game. I mean, you know, the, because they were honest about the fact he's not going to be back from his injury, did that hurt Florida State? Should they have uh, been a little more coy and surreptitious about their injury news that they put oh, out there about their quarterback? It's such a tough scene, man. It's just such a tough scene for those kids at Florida State. It just really, really is. And... um I do. I feel for him, man. I really do. And again, I think they would have gotten beaten. I bit gotten beat, and I think they would have gotten beat handily. But they've earned the right to go get. You're talking again. I'm in a different perspective. I've watched my team in the college football playoff twice. <laughs> it was never close. The team that took care of business the best. You could say it was Washington. Texas really took care of business, yeah. though. They they made a statement in their final game in the Absolutely. Big Twelve Championship against Oklahoma State. That 49-21 win was a great last impression to give that committee when they were making that decision. Texas finished very strong. Alabama finishing strong obviously helped Texas as well. Yep. That win just kept getting better yep. and better, better as and Alabama better. found ways not to lose over the rest of the season. Uh, and they end up with, uh, obviously, the foursome that we've got. It's going to be the Rose Bowl, Michigan against Alabama. And the Sugar Bowl, Washington against Texas on New Year's Day with Again, the winners meeting on January 9th in Houston. Freaking great matchups. Can't wait for them. Super excited. Um, I would have loved Michigan-Washington in the Rose Bowl. Just yeah. One last traditional. Would have been amazing. Big 10, Pac-12 would have been kind of fun. Alabama-Texas in the Sugar Bowl would have been awesome, Would have been too. incredible. I mean, you're going to, you know, you're still going to get it. You're going to get two good matchups here, uh, whoever wins. And then Florida State Georgia will meet in the Orange Bowl five versus six. Direct <laughs> just, TV Holiday Bowl, <laughs> Louisville USC coming to Petco Park on December twenty seventh. All right, we'll come back. Take on Woods, hour number two, and SDSU escape and more coming up next year on the Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.